The Guaranteed Irish Podcast with Breed O'Connell. Sponsored by Black Knight for an altogether better web hosting service. Hello and welcome to the Guaranteed Irish Podcast. Guaranteed Irish, the national symbol of trust, is one of Ireland's most enduring, recognisable and authentic symbols. It helps Irish consumers identify products and services that are an altogether better choice for the life of their communities and indeed Ireland. Hi there, I'm Breed O'Connell and joining me this week is Roisin Wallace, Operation Marketing and Operations Manager with the Original Irish Hotels Group. Roisin, you're very welcome. Thank you, Breed. Thank you. Uh, let's talk about the Irish business and recovery, Roisin, because we've uh, spoken quite a lot about this and you've been on with us before. A few years ago, Original Irish Hotels joined Guaranteed Irish and earlier this year, they were absolutely decimated with COVID-19. Guaranteed Irish obviously continue to champion and uh, support these family-run hotels across the country and are delighted to see them start to reopen. And I suppose Guaranteed Irish themselves are calling on all other Guaranteed Irish businesses out there and the community to support them across Ireland. Tell us a little bit about how things have been going, Roisin. Uh, maybe starting off with what the original Irish Hotel's typical um, member looks like. Well, um, our hotels are a range from kind of castles to manor homes to boutique hotels. But at the heart of it is that they're all very much part of their local community. So these are the hotels where we go for things like weddings, communions, birthday parties. Um, We use all the time. So very much at the heart of the local community, but also very much appealing as well to our overseas visitors who unfortunately aren't here at the moment. Um, So that's where we really do, you know, need the Irish support at the moment. I'd say there's a lot of goodwill out there, Roisin, um, in these difficult times. Now that we're at phase two of the reopening or phase three now, I think, going into, there's uncertainty about the future. Do you think and is there a concern with the hotel owners out there about a second lockdown and how do they feel about um, the, the local Irish people coming back to stay with them? Do they Are they nervous about the fact that they may not do that? Um, I suppose, you know, they are, they are hopeful and they are looking forward to having them back. Um, we are beginning to see um, certainly bookings. I think people had already... You know, we're planning to come in August. I think the early opening, um, you know, July is, is probably a little bit, um, you know, is not uh, as busy. So not as many people were ready to make that step. Or maybe it is a little bit of caution on the Irish market. But we do feel that there is the support there locally. And there is, you know, I, um, I think our hotels are very excited about opening their doors. And they're looking forward to meeting their customers. But yes, I would agree the caution is very much there and their main priority at the moment is very much to protect their customers and their staff, you know, to make sure that everything is safe um, for when people return. So that has been the main focus. Once they heard they were reopening, they were very much around what do we need to make sure um, to protect um, our customers, our staff, and the wider local community, because these hotels are, you know, very much part of that community, and yeah. want to make sure that, you know, with people coming in from other communities, that they're going to be safe. Yeah, that's actually a very interesting point and unique to Original Irish Hotels as a group, and I suppose that's what make, makes them so charming. In terms, Roisin, of um, 
the the viability. A lot of the hotels are going to struggle with um, the numbers that they can put through, even if everybody in Ireland wanted to book a, a room with them. How yeah. is that going to work for some of them? Because I'm sure they're struggling financially already and then to open up at a smaller capacity is going to really push them um, to, to the limit. How, how is that going to work? Well, they are going to be very much up against it. You know, um, Irish tourism in general, uh, 75% of our tourism comes from overseas visitors. So, you know, even with, with our everybody in Ireland traveling to support them, they're still going to be struggling a little bit. Um, I suppose the fact that our hotels are the heart of the community will help them a little bit. Um, but, you know, definitely long-term viability is a real, real, real concern for these hotels, you know. Um, with 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 the 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 this social distancing, you know, it's very hard to have the numbers in. But if that's what keeps people safe, that's what we need to do at the moment. But um, we do really, really need um, people to support support them because these are the hotels where they look to go at certain times. So you know, they need your support more than ever at the moment. You know, to to stay open. The seasonal ones, in particular, you know, it's a very short season this year, only opening. For July and August, you know, and you know, not to have June there at all or anything in May, you know, um, so you know they really do need the support over over the summer season, you know. Absolutely, and so see all of us now. There is um, a, a, a particular type of character who who runs a hotel in Ireland. Let's be honest about it. They're absolutely resilient. They're really hardworking, very welcoming. Tell us some of the inspirational stories that have happened with some of your members, Roshin, over the last 12, 14, 16 weeks and how they've reinvented or using that um, overused word pivoted to survive in terms of their local community and to keep some business going. Yeah, we're supposed to are very, very passionate owners, these, mm. these people, you know, so they're, they're actively involved in all levels of, of the business. So I suppose from the beginning, um, you had that wanting to support and, and to, to help everybody else. So people like Paul Gallagher in, in Boswell's Hotel, you know, when PPE was in short supply, he kind of went, well, hotels have loads of shower caps and we've no guests. So, you know, he rallied other hotels in the Dublin area um, and got, you know, a a large quantity of stuff um, at that early stage. And then since then, the hotels have been really looking at how they can get some cash flow building and also stay in touch with their community. You know, so many of them have, of course, done, you know, the takeaway menus um, Mm. and, and that has really been great for them and for the community because it has allowed some interaction it's allowed a little bit of buzz in their local towns you know these wouldn't you know most of our hotels are spread out around the country into rural areas you know so being able to get a little treat maybe in some cases at the weekends or whatever um you know has been super others then have gone the the trail of um making masks we had cases down in baltimore making masks and using their time to make masks you know um for their staff and also for the community. So lots lots of things going on there. Isn't it, isn't it interesting, Roisin, to see how um, well we're able to adapt when you mention cases there um, and Paul and their activities to reinvent, I suppose. And actually, their initial instinct is to help, which is, I think, what really sets the original Irish Hotels group as uh, in the hospitality sector apart. They're very invested and committed because they see themselves as part of the community they actually serve. It is quite unique, isn't it? It is indeed, yes. Yeah. 
And of course, they're supplying all those jobs as well locally, which is really critical. So how important and what a new initiative are you launching as you go back and uh, get behind the guys in terms of the marketing side to uh, promote staycations um, here in Ireland? Well, basically, with regard to the staycations, you know, we have have different offers coming. Um, so, you know, the first the first point is really to get people out and traveling and get them safe. Um, we have a number of things um, lined up um, where we're, we're hoping to offer people um, a voucher for travel um, you know, for, for subsequent stays. So when they stay during the summer with one of the original Irish hotels, they'll get a discount off their next day um, during, you know, later on in the year. Um, so that's a real positive. So if and people stay with us, you know, that, they'll have that. Yeah, that's ideal for your to. group because one, you might have a member in Cork, you might have a member in Dublin, a member in Galway. So you really can go around the whole country from hotel to hotel with the same voucher. Isn't that right? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah okay. You can. And the other thing I love about the original Irish hotels, and you might just tell us a little bit about this, Roshi, and how it works. The whole um, uh, food um, trails they do in terms of sourcing locally. I think it's called. Uh, is it Zero Miles um, campaign you have? That's that's right. Um, well, being very much part of the local community, our first aim is very much um, to shop local and buy local, a bit like yourself, mm, you know, and that's absolutely. why Guaranteed Irish suits us so well. But very much looking to our local, local suppliers. Always, um, number one, is, is our local suppliers and um, to keep it like that because when people are travelling, both overseas visitors and Irish visitors, they do like to taste what's, what's part of the community and, and you know, to get that feel and that local feel. So um, we would always support local, local suppliers and we find they support us too. So, you know, in times like this, um, you know, they've been very much behind the businesses and really, really supporting our businesses as well. So the local food producers must be decimated by the hotels closing as well. So it's had a real knock-on effect on the supply chain, hasn't it? Oh, absolutely. You know, if you think of all the organic farms, you know, all that, that are really dependent on their local hotel, um, you know, cheesemongers, um, you know, mm. butchers, everything, you know, that's very much a local business. Um, and also, you know, all the all the supplies that we use in our rooms and all that, um, you know, it, it, it does have a full knock-on effect, you know. Um, the income that comes into these hotels during the summer, you know, might be spent on, on products that make you more comfortable um, the following year, you know. So they're constantly reinvesting um, across in, into their products, you know, from beds to toiletries to then your food product as well. Yeah. And actually, we did learn that from COVID, the whole dependency on the global supply chain, as opposed to a blend of local and global. Uh, We really got caught there and so did so many other countries when there was this dependency on PPE in China. I would imagine there's going to be a massive swing back to never getting caught like that again and a return to creating homegrown supply chains from your butcher baker to candlestick maker. As you've alluded to there, there's such Mm -hmm. a such a necessity to really give this some serious thought and start creating this closer to home at least um, supply chain would there be a desire for that in your group there Roisin I'd imagine almost definitely yeah yeah absolutely absolutely the local local is always always number one Um, 
you know, we 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 would immediately pick pick our local local product over, and um, you know, once it's able mm. to compete and you know, mm. a good quality, once it's of a quality product, we would always um, work work to have the local product. And like that, you know, you can't wait on on supplies from from overseas unless it's something that just isn't available in Ireland. And mm. um, you know, it's always better 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 to have have stuff that is an Irish product. Convenient, yeah. yeah. And Roshin, in terms of the demand then for um, hospitality sector as a, as a whole. Um, is there enough being done by the government to help them get back? What would you like to see happening? Is there talk about reducing the VAT again? What's going on out there in terms of the hospitality demands to help your sector? Well, I think I think there is a government plan, um, or there is a plan certainly by the agencies like Bolshoi Ireland and Tourism Ireland, mm-hmm. um, you know, to, to support us. Um, obviously, you know, a new government will help mm. <laughs> to get that in place. You know, the sooner that that um, gets down. in, you know. Yeah. But we do call on them to support all all hotels. You know, mm. um, you know, they're, you know, we all need the support. So, um, you know, I suppose they're pushing to get get things open and you know to get the guidelines to get our safety message out there um, at the moment. And then we really are going to need help, especially across. Um, the shoulder season we need um, the wage subsidy scheme you know is so so important for many of these businesses to survive this year and you know we would love it to be extended um, and we think that will be vital for for the sport and there is talk that that may be reduced and that would be very important for the international visitor as well but you know the, the wage subsidy scheme is so important to us and we'd love them to get the the, so, the social distancing down of course to the one meter be much easier. Would much make such a difference viable. for the hospitality sector, wouldn't it? The one meter yeah. rushing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and the I have properties that just can't open, you know. Yeah. Um, restaurants, etc., especially smaller properties, you know. And I suppose even though we need to be very careful out there and we need to be safe and we need to remember that this isn't gone away, I do think there's a real um genuine belief that we could safely go down to the one meter now. It would make such a difference in your sector particularly, wouldn't it? It would indeed, yeah. And also, I mean, we would really love to get the, the wedding numbers up a little bit higher. You know, if we could get up to 150 people, you know, it would make a huge difference. You know, a lot of Irish weddings would be happy to work with that kind of a number as well, you know. And, you know, these are local hotels. That, that's part of their business as well. And it would keep Irish people travelling a little bit for these events too, you know. So, so the, the one metre is... is is kind of key to, to all that, you know, and I think um, it'll just make it more fun as well for people traveling, you know, and that's at the end of the day, we want people um, to come and be happy and still have fun in our hotels. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. And if there's one thing we've been a little deprived of is the fun. So we we're and we're desperate to get out and meet and spend our money. So we're all delighted to see it, uh, the opportunity to spend it locally. A few extra pushes in the right direction, reduction to one metre, up to the 150. And a lot of small businesses can, they won't thrive this year, but they might be saved. Wouldn't that be a really good result if we could pull that out of the bag um, by our new government? What do you think, Roshan? Is there opportunities there? Absolutely. It's keeping them, it's helping these businesses survive. That's Mm. what it is. It's Mm. survival. Um, Individually owned, owned businesses, you know, 
Um, we, we've had owners in, you know, really, really concerned that they're not going to survive. Um, this is way worse than anything we've ever experienced. As a, We're very resilient, mm. the hospitality business. We've come through, you know, 9-11 yes. and things like that to decimate mm. our overseas visitors. But, you know, this is the worst um, crisis that we've come through, um, certainly. Yeah, I absolutely agree with you. And um, we're good at tourism in this country, so we mustn't forget it. And in the last recession, tourism was one of the main sectors that kept us all floating. So we really need to pay back. Now is the time. And I suppose to anybody listening out there, if you're thinking of booking a holiday now, let's consider original Irish hotels, support your local communities, have a fantastic time, but get the bookings in now. And if we're not going to be travelling or if we're going to be travelling a lot less and a lot more uh, with a lot more consideration, giving given to it we need to think about getting a couple of long weekends booked away because I for one Roisin anyway cannot wait to get away somewhere because as much and as I love being at home I now need to move <laughs> I am getting tired and I think a lot of the country will feel like that is there is there is there a trend at the moment I think it gives people a real boost you know to get away I mean that we've been we've been stuck in wherever we live and mm. um, there's certainly a trend for getting out into the countryside, getting getting into the more rural areas, um, you know, getting out, oh, big open spaces, you know, that type of thing. So there definitely is a trend um, ar- around that, getting to beaches and parks and, you know, really, really getting out um, to locations like that, um, which many of our hotels are located in, you know. Um, so we're less so the city location, which some other brands are, but our, our brand is particularly appealing for getting out into the, the wider um, countryside of Ireland and seeing you know many people haven't explored Ireland haven't mm. toured Ireland and that's something that you can do with us as well like you can stay and you know we can put together you know a couple of locations so if you fancy doing a touring holiday of Ireland two nights here two nights there two nights somewhere else you know we can put together something like that for you with a choice of accommodation from a castle to a manor to a boutique hotel so you can have lots of different experiences Okay, so you can do an entire road trip of Ireland mm, with the original Irish trip. hotels. That yeah. sounds fantastic. So, um, and lots of people have said to me um, over the last while, you know, I never knew what was on my doorstep because the two kilometres forced us all to really look at, you know, what's up that lane, what's over the hill, all that kind of thing, and go to your local beach park a lot more than you had been um, accustomed to because we're all killing ourselves getting in and out to work. So it has really changed people's attitude. So that will probably augur well for your group. But I love the idea of the itinerary being an option for people that they can go from original Irish hotel to original Irish hotel around the country and have different experiences that would be very appealing I'd imagine Absolutely, we think it, it, it's it, it's something very very different it's something that we arrange for our overseas visitors so people coming from other countries every year are doing that type of thing that's what they do when they come to Ireland so that's what we should be doing as well and that's what we're experts at, that's what we, we do all the time so um, we can put, you don't have to put the hotels together yourself you just ring us and we can put together you know options for you on doing something like that depending on what you like to do and where you know the type of activities you like to do and hopefully we could piece together something very nice for and you. there's no extra cost for that no brilliant okay Roshan what's the website people can go to so it's originalirishhotels.com Okay, well, Roisin Wallace, delighted as always to speak to your Marketing and Operations Manager with uh, Original Irish Hotels. Thank you for your contribution to the Guaranteed Irish Business Podcast. I wish you continued success for the year ahead. Tough and all as it is, uh, Roisin. You're the right woman in the right place and you will get them back and going and I wish you every success. 
Thanks very much, Breach. We're delighted to be part of this Guaranteed Irish podcast. Thank you. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and rate us as it helps us get the message out. Remember, by supporting local businesses, you are not only sustaining jobs in our communities and getting them back to work, but you're also helping them to reduce the carbon footprint and supporting local. If you feel your business can benefit from networking with like-minded businesses here in Ireland, contact guaranteedirish.ie for more information. A big thank you to sponsor Black Knight, the award-winning web hosting service that helps your company succeed altogether better.